The following episode of the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio, includes advertising provided by our network, GCN. If you'd like to subscribe to an ad-free version of the program, plus the exclusive After the Paracast podcast, please visit www.theparacast.plus. That's P-L-U-S. Once again, that's www.theparacast.plus. The gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We're going to be joining in just a couple of minutes our guest, Craig Campobasso. And he's going to tell us about who and what he is, but also about the book called The UFO Hotspot Compendium. All the places to visit before you die or are abducted. Very important subtitle there. We have to watch out for that. I have not been abducted yet. Tim, you haven't been abducted yet, have you? As far as I know, I haven't. At least not by uh, uh, alleged extraterrestrial beings. Well, maybe if a nice woman abducted you, you wouldn't care. <laughs> that I'm not going to get into. That's all the past. That's history. <laughs> His wife is listening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Craig, it says here in your bio, you're an award-winning filmmaker and Emmy-nominated casting director. I am curious. Tell me more. Well, I I got nominated for casting David E. Kelly's Picket Fences back in the 90s, one of my favorite shows, and it was so much fun to work on. I won a lot of uh, awards for Best Sci-Fi Short for my film Stranger at the Pentagon, uh, which is about Valiant Thor, based on the book by Dr. Frank E. Stranges. Now, Dr. Stranges is someone I knew slightly. Oh, terrific. So we might want to cover that in a little bit. What else have you cast for? What other shows? Oh, my gosh. I've been casting for well over 30 years. I began working in the film business when I was 15. I started off being an actor, and then I did commercials and bit parts and things like that. And you guys will know who Tuesday Weld is because I had my first line of dialogue to Tuesday Weld in a movie of the week, so that was pretty cool. And I graduated high school early. I was working for a film company in Hollywood that made teasers and trailers. And then I got offered a job to go work on David Lynch's Dune. So I went over to Universal and uh, worked with Mr. Lynch, Dino De Laurentiis, Rafaela De Laurentiis, and uh, I worked on the film for four years. So it was sort of my entree into behind-the-scenes filmmaking. If people are very interested in Dune, there is a new documentary out. You can only watch it on Arrow. I think it's arrow.com, but it's called The Sleeper Must Awaken. 
I'm in that documentary quite a bit, talking about a lot of things that happened uh, during the filming. And then I was just interviewed for a brand new book on Dune, where they're sort of chronicling everything. Uh, and that'll be out sometime next year. And what's going to be really good about this book for Dune fans is that David Lynch really has not given an interview about Dune since the making of Dune. And uh, this is going to be one of the first interviews he's done since then in the book. So that's going to be very exciting. And at the same time as making Dune, we also make Conan the Destroyer with Arnold, shooting both films simultaneously at a studio's Cherbusco in Mexico City. So when those films were done... Rafaela De Laurentiis said, well, what did you like? What department did you like? And I said, casting seems fun. So she put me in the casting department on her next film, which was Taipan. And during the middle of Taipan, I got offered a job to go to Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories as a casting associate so I went over there for a season and a half, which was an absolute blast. Is uh, I mean, it was like the best. When that was over, I went back to the De Laurentiis and started casting some of their films. Uh, one of my favorites I did for Raffaella was Prancer, a Christmas movie with Sam Elliott. And I discovered little Ariana Richards in that film. And then Spielberg put her in Jurassic Park right after that. So she was the little blonde girl in Jurassic Park. And if you want to really feel old, you too. She is now in her 40s and has children. <laughs> so anyway, lots of, uh, you know, movies that I've done. Over the years that are my favorites are Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow with Jude Law and uh, oh, yeah. Angelina Jolie. I uh, just finished a wonderful, fun uh, TV series called The Trouble with Billy. It's uh, about my uh, friend Billy McNamara. He was... Uh, in the 80s, he was like the heartthrob. He was in every movie known to man. And uh, so we've been friends for a lot of years because he's very interested in UFOs and called me uh, well over 10 years ago. And uh, we met and started talking about it. So he created a TV series where he's now, you know, the has-been... Uh, uh, film star and uh, he's living in horrible like in his car literally he has a dog who's sick and he's being abducted by aliens <laughs> so it's it's a, a satirical farce and we just got so many great, fun actors to come and be on the show. They're editing it now. I think we did 10 episodes. You know, there's um, Billy Baldwin's in it, uh, Angus McFadden, Mary Lou Henner, uh, Jake Busey, Costas Mandalore from my show, Pick Offenses. And there's a whole lot more. I can't think of everybody off the top of my head. But 
that'll be out soon. And that's super fun. And then um, I also write, produce, and direct. So I've created a TV show that I've already got two episodes in the can. And we're now off selling that as well. And, uh, and also getting the big stranger at the Pentagon set up uh, for the feature film. And uh, so doing all of that and, you know, but I love casting comedies. I, you know, two of my favorites were the silence of the hams with Dom DeLuise and Billy Zane playing, uh, uh, Dom DeLuise was Hannibal Lecter and Billy Zane was Joe middle initial D Foster. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, every, I got every comedian under the sun to be in that movie, movie, Phyllis Diller, Mel Brooks, I mean, Larry Storch, the list goes on and on and on. Sadly, several of those people are no longer around. They are not. We ju- and Henry Silva was in it, who I adored and loved. He was in the original uh, uh, Rat Pack, uh, the movie um, Ocean's Eleven, and um, we just lost him. He was ninety-five. Wow! So I uh, love that guy. And uh, and then the other one was the Godson, which was about two opposing. Godfathers, Dom DeLuise was the odd father, and Rodney Dangerfield uh, was the god, was one of the godfathers. And and I have to tell you, if you two could have been there on the day where they sat across the table in their little mafiosa outfits and doing their Marlon Brando impressions and... And then they just started ad-libbing, and the one line that made it into the movie is uh Rodney Dangerville says, um, hey, uh, Oddfather, uh, have we ever met before? You look familiar. Dom DeLuise goes, I don't know. Turn around. <laughs> hey, let's do our break here. With Craig and Gene and Tim, you're in. The Pericast. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. 
Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNLoans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNLoans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNLoans.com. That's GCNLoans.com. Stock market have you nervous with massive fluctuations? With the impact of inflation and the upcoming midterm elections, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. But with Vantage Point, you won't have to guess. Text MONEY to 813-813 to find out how you can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. That's right, 87.4%. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 and find the consistency and confidence you've been looking for in your trading. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. No more guessing when to get in or out of a trade. Text MONEY to 813-813. We'll send you a link to our free live training. Protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting the word DEMO, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash terms and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology or pre-recorded voice about offers or info by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Your consent is not conditioned to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text MONEY to 813-813. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Getting closer to our sci-fi world, and of course the world of the UFOs, which we'll explore in a moment. It's interesting that Don DeLuise... Two of his kids were very big in the production of Stargate SG-1. Peter was a producer and director and sometimes actor. Michael played the sometimes boyfriend of Amanda Tapping. Yeah. You know, Major and Lieutenant Colonel Carter, that kind of thing. So that, Yeah. And he was in one episode. Dom DeLuise was in one episode playing, I don't know, some kind of extraterrestrial character. And the word is that if you remember Stargate SG-1, this very stoic character, this big towering man, Christopher Judge. Yes. And, you know, he, he's always very serious and he always says the word indeed or I'll yeah. kill you where you stand. That's 
repetitive. Yeah. They said he laughed so much from Dom DeLuise that they had to reduce his part in that episode. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Dom comes with props. He comes with ad-libs. Every take is completely different. I mean, the one line in the movie, Billy Zane is on the outside of the cell, and Dom, Dom DeLuise just goes, Iggy Boo! And he goes, Billy Zane goes, Iggy Boo, what is that? And he goes, my happy noise. <laughs> Peter, actually, I cast Peter in The Silence of the Hams. He did... Uh, a part with Rudy DeLuca, who writes all of Mel Brooks's movies and is in Mel Brooks movies. And then I gave David, his youngest son, his very first part ever. I'm in touch with uh, Michael and David still. You know, we lost Carol, uh, their mother, uh, last year. And, of course, Dom years ago. He died, I think, in 2009. Yeah. They're talking, by the way, since MGM was bought out by Amazon of bringing back a Stargate show. Yeah. So we got to see what's going to happen. Maybe some of the originals like Amanda Tapping and Michael Shanks. By the way, Amanda Tapping is a director now, and she's done like 50 or 60 projects. And if you look her up on the movie database, you're going to see a lot of your favorite shows she's worked on. Anyway, let's get into from there to the UFO world. And the reason I dovetail with Stargate SG-1, not because you were mentioning the people you've worked with, is because it owes a lot of its early plot lines to ancient astronaut theories. Mm -hmm. That advanced beings came here thousands of years ago. And it comes up with its own slant. Of course, Steve, quick thing about Stargate SG-1, there was a movie with Stargate called Stargate, which was produced by Dean Devlin and directed by Roland Emmerich, who this was done before they did Independence Day. But when they decided to make a TV series, they basically threw everybody out. And they had a whole new production staff, new actors. James Spader was replaced by Michael Shanks and Kurt Russell replaced by Richard Dean Anderson, best known before then as MacGyver. But we'll see what happens. I like the show. I just watched all 10 years of Stargate SG-1, which is now on Amazon Prime. And it was fun. I think it was a lot better show than I thought it was originally. But let's get from showbiz, although sometimes it is showbiz, to the world of UFOs. Now, what got you interested in doing anything about UFOs? With this background, you're, you're doing films and you're a casting director. Why UFOs? Well, when I was 26, I had a very huge spiritual awakening. And during that awakening, all of a sudden began wondering about life in the universe, which put me on a trajectory to learn as much as I could about it. But as the years go on, I learned... Something that really kind of blew me away when I, in 2019, when I was writing The Extraterrestrial Species Almanac, I got a phone call from a woman in Canada who told me that I was her fourth or fifth cousin and we were related on my mother's father's side. And she was looking for some information and in that she was a professional genealogist. And I said, wow, that is so fascinating. 
yeah, I gave her the information. I connected her to my mom, to my mom's two sisters who had been also doing genealogy along with me. And I said, Hey, do you think you could find my biological father? And she goes, Oh yeah, I can find anybody. And I said, well, I already had done my DNA testing and I'm in the system because I wanted to know what else I was on my biological father's side. So I, I got all that information and she said, okay. And then a, a while later, she contacted me and she said, well, I found him. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2006, but this is where he's buried so I immediately went down to uh, the cemetery the following morning. I said, when they brought this man in, do you have the name of the person who originally called you? And she goes, well, let me look. And she goes, yeah, I have a name, but that's all I have. And this man had a different last name than him. And so I came home, I looked him up on the internet, and there was a man living around the corner from me, literally, who was a 74-year-old man. So I wrote him a letter, and I stuck my picture in there and told my story. A couple days later, I got a phone call from his son, who said, my dad got your letter. And I said, oh, was your dad a friend of Fred's? And he said, no, it's actually his half-brother. And I said, you're kidding me. And I said, so you're like my cousin. And he goes, yeah, I guess you could say that. And he goes, but... You know, normally we would think this is kind of weird and we wouldn't answer it, but you look just like Fred. And I said, well, I have no idea what Fred looks like. I don't even have a picture. Anyway, we set up a dinner and I went with my cousin and my new Uncle John. My uncle just stared at me with this great smile on his face the whole time saying, I can't believe this. I just can't believe this. So this is like the most amazing. I can't believe he never said anything. He was always so secretive. And, and I said, well, just tell me about him. And about an hour into the conversation, he said, well, he wanted to go into the air guard. He was underage. So my mom had to sign a piece of paper. They had the same mother. And so he went in there when he was 18. They put him in the Air Force. And when he was in there, he said, Oh, yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of Project Blue Book? He was in that. And I went, what? And he goes, yeah, he was in Project Blue Book. And I said, well, what did he do? He said, well, I don't really know because he wouldn't talk. My sons tried to get UFO information out of him all the time, and he wouldn't talk. He said, but my guess is he was probably a paper pusher for a general because, you know, he was in his 20s and that he was a very fast typist, so he might have typed up reports. Let's continue with Craig and Gene. And Tim, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. 
Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. USA Radio News. I'm Tony Marusa reporting. Heavy rains brought by an approaching storm triggered flooding and multiple landslides in the southern Philippines, killing at least 31 people as rescuers searched for missing residents. The British government is to call an election to Northern Ireland's devolved parliament in an effort to break a political stalemate that could leave the region facing direct rule from London. And it didn't take long for banned account holders and world leaders to call on Elon Musk who calls himself a free speech abolitionist, yet has promised advertisers to avoid turning the platform into a hellscape. With the U.S. midterm elections less than two weeks away, Twitter could become the host of a fresh wave of election misinformation, just as voters are casting ballots, experts say. This is USA Radio News. Tehibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Do you have brain fog or loss of short-term memory? Do you suffer from symptoms of hypothyroidism or adrenal fatigue? Do you have deformative joint disease or candida overgrowth? All of these symptoms are associated with mercury toxicity. Most of the mercury toxicity comes from having had gray or silver-looking dental fillings. It does not matter how old the mercury filling is, it still off-gasses 1,000 times more mercury than the EPA considers safe for human exposure. Just replacing your mercury fillings with non-toxic material is only the first step. Unless you apply an effective detoxification protocol, then your body is still poisoned with mercury for the rest of your life. Green Metal Way supplies the precursor to making glutathione. Glutathione is the number one mechanism for removing mercury and other toxins from the body. Order Green Metal Way and get my free report, Mercury Detoxification That Works. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit bestwayprotein.net. That's bestwayprotein.net. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from presidentialufo.com. You're listening to the Paracast. 
the gold standard of paranormal radio. Tell us more about this person who became part of the staff of Project Blue Book. This would be back in the 50s and 60s, right? It would have been, yes, it would have been in the 50s uh, there. You know, what's interesting is I have uh, his, um, what is it called? Is it a DD-14, his uh, um, honorable discharge papers and all of that, you know, and they always have these special numbers on it and things of that nature. And I know some people in the military that I gave it to. That's, by the way, DD Form 214. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, they said that they had never seen numbers like the numbers that were on his ever before. And I thought that that was really interesting. They're still trying to find out from their superiors what those numbers mean. Um, but I haven't gotten anything back. Um, I even uh, checked with John Greenwald, you know, and gave him my bio dad's name. And he said, oh, he goes, I can't punch something in and it'll just come up uh, because of, uh, you know, I thought that'd be interesting if, uh, because I know when I was doing the Hotspot book, when I was going over Project Blue Book files that I was able to obtain, that some of them were actually, when they were typed up, it would have either the person's first and last name or their first initial and last name. So uh, I just thought that was so fascinating. And because of your uh, your father's involvement then, I mean, is that what made you think, well, uh, I need to know more about what this UFO thing is about? Well, it's it's not only that, because I look at it this way. Here he is doing... What I'm doing secretly for the government, and here I'm doing it for MUFON, which is a public organization which is run by civilians, right? So there's a parallel there, but the parallel keeps getting wider because when he decided to leave the Air Force and he came back to Los Angeles, he met somebody who got him into IATSE, the, the union, and he ultimately became the head of construction at Warner Brothers, mm. building sets for their film and TV shows. In fact, he was so busy, my uncle said, that they gave him a trailer where he slept on the lot at night so he could get up early and get cracking. Um, and he was there for many, many years. He said when he left, he opened up his own scenic shop and he used to build the sets for, uh, the Hollywood ball. And then he started designing and building sets for concerts, uh, which included, um, Neil Diamond, uh, Michael Jackson, Alice Cooper, um, I can't remember. I have the other ones written down, but there was a, a, a Elton John as well, and uh, and that he even uh, designed and built the sets for that famous uh, Bing Crosby special that David Bowie was on. So again, it's interesting that it's in the DNA, right? It's already there. 
<laughs> yeah, that's something to be said about the whole, uh, what, uh, what was it, uh, nature or nurture yes. uh, <laughs> controversy. Because, yes. yeah, obviously, I mean, there does seem to be some kind of interesting uh, resonance going on there with the generations. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it it's... Uh, uh, it's just amazing. And, you know, I got to hear different facets of his life through my uncle, through two of his sons. Um, I found out that I have a stepbrother and two stepsisters that are older than me, and they all flew out to meet me. And I got to hear about how he brought them up and uh and how they loved him so much. And they were crying because they're like, oh, my God, you look just like him. You know, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, and at a certain point, um, I said to my uncle, I said, you know, we have Spanish blood from Spain in us. And he goes, no, we don't. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we do. I said, I know that Fred's father was Austrian German. He was full Austrian German. I said, but all the, I know exactly what was on my mother's side. So here's the things that are on your mother's side. Italian, Greek, and Spanish. And he's like, really? I said, go get your, go do your DNA testing and it'll show you. And he went and did it. And he called me up and he goes, I'll be darned. We have Spanish blood. And he said, and of course, it connected me to you right away. And I said, well, of course, you're my uncle. So, yeah, it was just amazing. It was just such a great experience. And to meet these people who were um, who were so loving and are still in my life today. So, So that's kind of... I mean, I fell into it because I just couldn't get enough of it in the beginning. And I just started reading every book. I started going to conventions. I started going to hear people speak. Um, I started studying the early contactees, which were human. There wasn't a gray in sight. Um, and so uh, I just found out that in doing this book, it was so much fun to sort of compile what I know mixed in with all of the MUFON, uh, you know, everyone from MUFON and, uh, you know, picking out all these great places. Now, this is whether you believe these cases or not. And we'll tell you what I think in a little while. Whether you believe in these cases or not, you're going to have fun traveling yes. around the country. And I guess now... The first thing, of course, is for gas prices to come down or you get an electric car and make sure your road map includes places or your iPhone, whatever you're using for guidance, includes places to recharge your EV. But whatever it is, this sounds like it might be fun. Once again, you know, I went through the UFO field in the 50s starting. I'm real old and I can tell you a few th stories about people uh, that you write about. And we'll get yeah. to that in a few moments. But the point I wanted to ask here is that with the UFO hotspot compendium, you're not judging whether these cases are genuine. You're just telling what supposedly happened and where to find them, right? 
sharing sharing the stories through like for instance the very first chapter is about giant rock and the integratron so i worked with the historian uh of giant rock who works with the historical society and i also worked with the integratron archives and with the three sisters who now own it um and at a certain point when i first went to the integratron was with dr frank stranges to meet the three sisters because we were going to be a part of a ufo retro convention and oh, when that we is were- re- that sounds retro in a sense we're going back through a time machine to a really really wild time in the ufo field we had a number of people believe it or not making some pretty strange, pretty wild claims. Indeed, today's UFO field seems pretty, pretty tame by comparison with what came before. And by the way, Craig Campobasso is going to stay with us for our After the Paracast premium podcast. You can find more at theparacast.plus to join and get this show free of the network ads and more. We're going to have more with Craig Campobasso. The book is The UFO Hotspot Compendium. And we're back in the 50s with the Integratron. With Gene and Tim, you're in The Puracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the protectors find out more at rockoids.com that's rockoids r-o-c-k-o-i-d-s dot com anytime any place anywhere radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media at home at work in the car on smartphones over 90 percent of consumers still listen to radio every week that makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make email advertise at gcnlive.com and partner up with an experienced gcn representative advertise at gcnlive.com easy affordable effective Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy. 
There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Extendivite really works. Here's just a few testimonials from Amazon. RL. Five stars. Been taking this for two months now. I feel better. Have more energy. April. My husband started taking Extendivite, and he said he feels much better and has more energy. EW. Need to try. Everyone needs this for their health. Great product. Great people. Josie. It works great. This product has made my blood pressure and cholesterol stable. I highly recommend it. JC. Great product has worked well these last few years. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. This is me, the Merciless. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio, exactly according to my plan. Now, for those of you who have not followed the lore of 1950s contactees, and they included George Van Tassel, of course, Truman Bethram, George Adamski probably being the most popular, but Van Tassel constructed this device or this structure that supposedly when you went into it you would be resurrected or you'd become younger and then later on they said well no you'll feel better but did they ever actually get the thing to work at all well they got it to 95 percent and then Salgonda, the Venusian who gave him the blueprints to build it, said, do not turn it on that the people aren't ready for it. So then Van Tassel, at a certain point, had a heart attack. He passed away. It exchanged hands, uh, I believe, first to Emil Canning. And then the sisters bought it uh, from him. So the you can still when you go in there, it's built on a cachet of quartz crystal because he Salgonda told George where to build the Integratron because Giant Rock is also on a cachet of quartz crystal. And right next to Giant Rock, there's a they call it the crystal mound because the entire thing is quartz crystal. Right. So he and so it's only three to five minutes by car to get from Giant Rock to the Integratron, but it's through 
a little bumpy dirt roads and things of that nature. So when you are in the actual Integratron on the second floor, because it is a sound chamber and it is not, it is built with only pegs. There are no nails or anything of any nature in the building that when they do, they do sound baths there now. And so when you're laying on a mat and they're doing the singing bowls, all of the sounds are thrown throughout the chamber. It's almost like they're multidimensional. I had the privilege of one time being there. Uh, and before they started the, the sound bath, they said, we have Gregorian chanters here from Italy who are going to be recording their album here in a few days. And they would like to sing for you. And so they did their Gregorian chanting. Oh, my God, it was one of the most beautiful things because it felt like all of their voices were multidimensional. If you guys were standing on the other side of the, uh, the Integratron and I was standing on one, and if I went, Gene, on your side, you'd hear Gene, right? So if somebody's whispering and gossiping about somebody, that everyone on the other side could hear at full volume. It's an amazing place. So when you leave there, you do feel totally rejuvenated. I feel like... My body is almost levitating because you start to feel so light. So there still is an energy about it, although it was never turned on. Now, we should point out to be realistic about it. In the 1950s and 60s, we had basically two factions, major factions in the UFO field. We had the contactees. And most of them claim to be in contact with entities from nearby planets like Venus and Mars. You know, like the line from Paul McCartney, Venus and Mars are all right tonight. But of course, in fact, these planets do not have conditions conducive to human life without all sorts of extras. Venus is a hothouse. But if you watch the 1950s juvenile sci-fi shows on TV or some of the movie serials like Radar Men from the Moon, they were all human. So whatever it is, if it is that these contactees were in touch with entities from elsewhere, those entities weren't telling them where they really came from because they could not have come from the places they said they came from. Anyway, we had the contactees. And then we had what we call the serious UFO researchers, and we had organizations such as the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomena, that was NICAP, and I'll tell you more about that in a moment. And then we had the Aerial Phenomena Research Organization run by Jim and Coral Lorenzen from Arizona. And I had my run-ins with Coral Lorenzen, so we're not going to talk about that, except they did a lot of credible research. And they focused on close encounters being seen in connection with UFOs. Unfortunately, after their passing, file cabinets filled with all this voluminous data they acquired, you can't have access to it. The people who have it, the property, aren't letting us see it. That was APRO. So you had APRO, NICAP, and organizations like it on one side. And then you had the contactees like George Van Tassel, Adamski, et cetera, et cetera, 
on the other side, my Dr. Frank Strangers. So that's where it stood. Now, it doesn't mean, and we're going to get back to the stories, but I wanted to get the picture painted. It doesn't mean none of these contactees ever really met anyone outside of normal. They could have had experiences, but what you heard and what they told you wasn't quite kosher because of the fact that, you know, we have planets that don't have human life on it, except in the 50s juvenile sci-fi shows. So in that score, okay, we, you, as you understand, Craig, what they said in terms of the origin of these beings is not correct. It doesn't mean they didn't meet anybody. You're looking at it from a limited uh, fundamental point. Really, what has been said is that all of the planets in our galaxy are populated on the interior of the worlds. Extraterrestrials who are able to traverse time and space have amazing technologies. We know that there are beings living on our inner Earth as well, and that the reason why they live on the interior of their planets is they're able to take a planet and make it into like what a spaceship might be and terrace different floors and different floors might have different things. They have an ability to do outdoor settings with what they call synchrotron skies, which means that if you looked up, you would still see the sky. It would be infinite and it's a synchrotron because as the planet spins and it goes to the dark side, then it would go into night. Some floors can stay light. Some floors can also uh, stay in nighttime, whatever anybody wants to do. But another main reason also for this, and also in their craft, is that they create the resonation fields that are constantly bombarding their cells to keep them looking 25 years old. Before we go on here, how do you know any of this? I'm just saying what was told to me. Look, you don't have to believe it. I don't care if people believe it. I just think, you know, if you're a skeptic, you're a skeptic. I'm one who says it's absolutely possible. I don't know. I'm never going to fly in a spaceship to go to the interior of Venus to find out. I'm not going to refute people's beliefs on what those are. You know, it's interesting that a lot of the early contactees, it really was just up to if you believe them or not. Right. But then the point is here, it's somebody telling a story. How do we know that all these claims are true. We don't. That's the point. Also, also, right. We, we don't know because of what's telling us is something that science is not confirmed. You said beings are within the inside of the earth. Aside from the Pellucidor series from Edgar Rice Burroughs, works of fiction, how do we know there are beings inside the earth? Well, there is said that ancient Lemurians live below Telos and that the ancient Atlanteans lived beneath the Mato Grasso in uh, Brazil, and that it is 
connecting to a lot of cities. There was a book that was written a long time ago called The Smoky God over a hundred years ago. Just before we go on, obviously theories are a dime a dozen. And just because you accept some pretty wacky theories about the makeup of planets and space people and everything doesn't mean it's true. There's still no evidence for it. We'll talk about the Smoky God in a moment because I've actually read it. Okay, Craig, Gene, and Tim, you're in. The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Anyone can fall victim to moving fraud. Know your rights and responsibilities. There was never really a valid contract. Movers must always give written estimates. I was bound to an estimate, but it was after the fact. Be sure that any document is complete before signing it, and that it includes information to determine the final charges. It was a version that I had not seen before. Visit protectyourmove.gov to download a free moving fraud prevention guide. Search for registered movers and view their complaint histories. Move with confidence. I need help with my taxes. Where can I find free tax help? If you make $54,000 a year or less, you can participate in the IRS Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, VITA, or the Tax Counseling for the Elderly, TCE, programs. IRS certified volunteers provide free basic tax prep for low to moderate income taxpayers. The TCE program is specifically for taxpayers age 60 and older. Go to irs.gov and enter free tax prep in the search box to find a VITA or TCE site near you. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. The Smoky God was a very curious book, a small book, as you say, published what? around the turn of the 20th century or late 19th century. Ray Palmer of Flying Saucers magazine, also the Shaver Mystery fame, and who worked with Amazing Stories magazine, a sci-fi magazine, he published The Smoky God, a new edition of it, and said there is truth in that. Would you summarize The Smoky God for listeners who don't know what it is? Well, it it was about two men um, that found themselves in a boat that ended up going uh, through the hole 
at uh, I'm, I can't remember if it was the North or the, uh, it was probably the South Pole, and that they found themselves coming upon a civilization and it was with a bunch of giants and that uh, they sort of took them in and that they stayed there for a few years and they did travel around to some of the other cities and things that were there. The one thing that they do mention is that there was in each city, there was what they would call a a holy man, a priest, etc. In Talos, they call it a Melchizedek master, a Melchizedek priest, right? Tim, if I believe you and Beckley wrote a book about Admiral Byrd's descent yes. into there where he met with giants as well, and I also believe that he said that he met a priest. Is that yes. correct? Yeah, that's yeah. that's correct. That's supposedly from a Samizat uh, book called uh, Admiral Byrd's uh, Secret Diary, Lost Diary. Tim Beckley uh, reprinted that after it had been distributed basically in like a mimeograph version you know, right. through various groups over the years. But uh, but yeah, that, that's one really of, of many similar stories. Right. Uh, that have come out, uh, you know, over the year. And it's just, you know, it's always fascinating how the whole inner earth mysteries, you know, which originated, you know, back, you know, far back as like the 17th, 18th and, you know, 19th century became, you know, wrapped up with the, uh, uh, the UFO mystery. Sure. Now the hollow earth, Ray Palmer touted the hollow earth. Of course he had Richard Shaver who talked of caves where creatures still live. Just to background this, The Smoky God by Willis George Emerson was published in 1908. And several years after that, Edgar Rice Burroughs took the kind of the guidance of a civilization within the hollow earth and created Pellucidar. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I remember it's, it's been like 100 years since that book was written. Well, At the Earth's Core came out in, what, 1914. And this was yeah. after he introduced John Carter and, of course, Tarzan. But, right. you know, it was a primitive civilization with, I don't think, giants. There was humans there, but prehistoric creatures in Pellucidor. Right. They tried a couple of times to make a movie about it. But there were low-budget movies. I wasn't really too impressed by them. But it's interesting how these theories came about in the early years. Now, you're saying that the idea of this book, which was supposed to be a hollow-earth fantasy novel, may in fact have been based on some level of fact. Oh, I never thought. I always thought that it was based on fact. It was it not? No, it was basically a work of fiction. And it's regarded as a work of fiction. Hmm. I, Which, I, I, I thought it was two men's stories about uh, their journey going in there. But So is it listed under fiction? Yes, it is. 
So maybe they had to do that back in the day as well. We don't know. You know, some people write their stories in truth and hide it under that guise. But again, whatever you believe is, uh, you know, I love going. I love listening to people. I love hearing other theories. It just opens the mind to other things that could possibly be true, could possibly, uh, you know, happen and that kind of thing. So, which by the way, Tim Beckley, uh, republished the, uh, the smoky God and it's, uh, still up and available on uh, Amazon. If anybody is, uh, interested. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I enjoyed that book. Yeah. I liked it. Whether you think it's factual based on fact or fiction sounds like fun. I wanted yes. to mention this since written to Giant Rock. A few names you drop on page 13 of the book. Number one, Howard Menger. Now, Howard Menger was a sign painter from Highbridge, New Jersey, who said he was in contact with people from nearby planets like Saturn, etc. Now, the thing about Menger is, in the mid-60s, and he freaked out some people, he said maybe he was part of a government experiment to make him think he was in contact with extraterrestrials. Now, he held on to that belief for some years. Then he moved from New Jersey to Florida. And in Florida, he started building models of flying saucers and I guess reverted to his original story. And I mentioned Menger because I met Menger when I was in my late teens when he visited Jim Mosley of Saucer News Magazine in New York City. So that's Howard Menger. Interesting character, really nice guy, believe him or not. Now we have a few concerns. Let's skip past this because there's so much I want to talk about. You mentioned Major Donald Keyhole as a UFO researcher in the 50s to mid-60s who attended space conventions, and unfortunately that's not right at all. It's Major Keyhole without the L, Major Don Kehoe was an aviation writer and fiction writer, and he came out with books like The Flying Saucers Are Real, Flying Saucers from Outer Space, taking a serious quote-unquote scientific approach to the phenomenon, and he was decidedly anti-contactee. He never attended Giant Rock. To him, they were the enemy. Contactees were preventing the acceptance of UFO reality from serious scientists. Remember, I talked to you about the two factions. So he was not there, Kehoe. Like I said, he based out of Washington, D.C. He became director of NICAP, the organization I mentioned earlier, from 1956 through 1969. Major Donald Kehoe. I met him a few times. And now, since you're in show business, let me give you the show business connection with Major Kehoe. Major Kehoe's headquarters for NICAP were at 1536 Connecticut Avenue in Washington, D.C., near DuPont Circle. This is in the mid-50s, a little office complex. They rented a suite of offices, okay? Now, let's go to the sci-fi world. The day the Earth stood still, that fabulous sci-fi classic starring Michael Rennie as Klaatu. And NICAP's headquarters were located, as I said, near DuPont Circle in Washington, D.C. In the movie, they there stood still. There's a scene towards the end of the film where the authorities chase down Klaatu and they shoot him, which occurred also 
near DuPont Circle in Washington, D.C., near where NICAP years later located their offices. It sounds kind of weird, doesn't it? Mm, interesting. I got more to tell you about, and then we'll get back to the book and about the weird world of contactees, but also about the places you can travel to, like an Integratron, and see what's going on, experience it for yourself, whether you believe it or not. I like to see it. Of course, I don't really have the sort of off-road vehicle that would be suitable, and I'm not about to buy a new vehicle for this purpose, but I'm curious. How about that? Craig, Gene, and Tim. It means you're in the Paracast. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural... You must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Americans have the most colorful language in the world. And that vibrant language is our basis for thinking in big ways, new ways, efficient ways, and better ways. Americans have freedom of speech. The pairing of our colorful language and freedom of speech has made us the people and the nation that we are today. Imagine what it would be like not having the freedom to speak our minds, communicate our thoughts and ideas, and hear those from others. Americans have a passion for and yearn for the truth. 
There are those who want to destroy our freedom and right to hear the truth. The truth is under attack. GCN is under attack. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to free speech. Would you like to join us? Please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. Please help us bring you the truth 24 hours per day. I'm Vincent Finelli. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Anyway, let's talk about that same paragraph where you mention other contactees and you mention several like, for example, Bud Hopkins, but Bud Hopkins was not a contactee. He was a UFO abduction researcher, an artist. What what page are you seeing this on? Because I would never have written that Bud Hopkins it's was page a contactee. Thir- it was on page 13. All right. Let's see. So Bud Hopkins investigated UFO abductions. He did hypnosis and everything, and he lived in New York. We had him on the Paracast several times before he died. And he also lived with Leslie Kane. And our listeners know that Leslie Kane, in addition to writing a best-selling UFO book, John Podesta, who worked with the Obama and Clinton administrations, writing the foreword. But she was one of the three authors of the 2017 New York Times piece about the secret Pentagon UFO program. Okay, so that's, that's of course, Bart Hopkins. Gray Barker of Sorcerian Books. I think that one there, he did attend Giant Rock. He was not a contactee. Barker was a publisher of UFO books. He lived in Clarksburg, West Virginia. He also was decidedly non-serious about it and engaged in some very notable hoaxes in the UFO field with one Jim Mosley, Gray Barker. Now, Gray, like I said, was not a contactee, never had an experience contacting aliens, but did publish books on the subject. His biggest book, which was published by a mainstream publisher, Holt, was They Knew Too Much About Flying Saucers, when the legend of the men in black was born. Gray Barker, not a contactee. The other person mentioned is Long John Nebel of WOR Radio, and that was New York, not New Jersey. The station's offices were in New York and still are. It's one of these, the rare clear channel AM radio stations that you can hear halfway around the country. Long John was a former Carnival Barker who got this gig doing an all-night show on WOR, originally called Party Line. He became the first all-night talk show host, long-form talk show host, who did run shows about UFOs, ghosts, and other paranormal subjects. So a lot of the people mentioned in your chapter here appeared on Long John's show. He was the first Art Bell. 
He was not yeah, a contactee. He probably never visited Giant Rock. More important, when it came to UFOs, he was decidedly he a skeptic. He totally was at Giant Rock. And- An absolute skeptic about UFO reality. He was not a contactee. Okay. Right. But... Just wanted to but, clarify that because yeah, it says and, here and these I'm are contacting. Look, I'm looking at what you're referring to, and I think what I meant to say in this little bit here, where here were the other people who were at Giant Rock, not that they were contactees. It but, doesn't come off that way, but okay. I see exactly what you're saying. So thank you for bringing that to my attention. And you realize now that Major Kehoe without the L was decidedly not a giant rock and decidedly not it's really a, a follower of Contact it Elor. Should been, it, well, it should have said Daniel Fry. Aha. Okay. So something got lost in the translation. That's fine. So now let's talk about the practicality here. Whether you believe in... Van Tassel or the capabilities of the Integratron, what's involved in visiting it? Well, it, anyone can just drive to Giant Rock. It's a, it's a little hard to find, but um, I gave the directions on kind of how to get there if you can eyeball it from the Integratron. Um, if you have a very low car, I would not make the trip. Um, but if you have a truck or something like that, I think that that would work well. Now, if you wanted to have the historian Barbara Harris, uh, she does take people out to Giant Rock at night for sky watching. I would uh, say bring, if you have night vision binoculars, bring them. Or if you can rent a pair, I would definitely bring them because you're about, you'll probably see something in the sky there. I have seen many things there in the skies over all the years that I've been there. Now, if you want to go to the Integratron, you have to go to their website, all the information's in the book. And you have to make a reservation to get a sound bath. And that's the only way that you can get on the property. You can't just like pull up and walk on the property and uh, have a tour or anything like that. But when you do go out for a sound bath, they do give you a brief history of the Integratron and Giant Rock and George Van Tassel. And then you go into your sound bath. They do have a you know wonderful property that you can walk around afterwards. And uh, they also have a really cool gift shop. I love the sound bath. So they have a sound bath CD, which I use uh, for my own meditations, just because those bowls are, you know, they really just put your whole body in a beautiful cycle of, uh, of nirvana. A Two sound bath. Do you have to go in there wearing a bathing suit or something or what? Or civilian clothes? Oh, you, when you get there, you take off all your clothes and then you lay down on a mat. You do it naked. Okay, okay. you know I'm kidding, right? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Seriously, what do you do? I was do? looking forward to that then. I know, right? Well, they should have a nudist night, right? <laughs> this is family radio, folks. <laughs> 
charge extra for that, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. By the way, you know, they do have, like, concerts with cool people like Moby every once in a while. So, you know, be sure to, uh, you know, check their website out and see who they have coming because, uh, you know, the properties. Uh, it's not really huge, but it's it's big enough for a small, wonderful concert. I, I really wish I could have made the Moby one. That would have been great. Okay, the Integratron. In the next chapter, we go to Bradshaw Ranch. And mm-hmm. I'm interested in this for a couple of reasons. Number one is it's in the Verde Valley mm-hmm. in Arizona near Sedona. And... Our former co-host, one of our former co-hosts, Christopher O'Brien, lived at Camp Verde for several years. Oh, so there wow. you go. Oh, yeah. Tell me more about Bradshaw Ranch. Well, I began hearing about Bradshaw Ranch probably in the early 90s, only because I have a friend in Sedona. She's, she's probably in her late 70s, early 80s now. Uh, who actually worked at the ranch when it was a working ranch. So she began telling me all these stories that happened there. And she said, I will tell you, though, I made sure that I was in, uh, I was in my car and I was out of there and home before it got dark. She said, I would not stay on that property at night. Let's break it here with, <laughs> with Greg and Jean and Tim. <laughs> Hmm, you're in the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions, silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. I'm about to give you a life-changing URL that if you will simply visit it and give these tax consultants a call, it will change your life. Whether you're a blue-collar worker or whether you're a school teacher or whether you're a scientist or whether you're a millionaire, almost no one out there is taking advantage of legal, lawful tax loopholes. Go to GCNTaxCut.com. It takes you right to American Tax Solutions, and they will give you an amazing preview of what they can do for you. GCNTaxCut.com. GCNTaxCut.com. USA Radio News. I'm Tony Marissa reporting. Democrats called in their biggest star, Barack Obama, on Saturday in the hopes that the former president could excite voters in Georgia and help the party hold on to a critical Senate seat. The New York Police Department has called for elevated vigilance ahead of the midterms, warning that extremists could target political events and polling places. Ever since former President Donald Trump launched a new media company aimed at rivaling Twitter, there has been a mystery over who provided the money. It didn't take long for banned account holders and world leaders to call on Elon Musk, who calls himself a free speech absolutist, yet has promised advertisers to avoid turning the platform into a hellscape. With the U.S. midterm elections less than two weeks away, Twitter could become the host of a fresh wave of election misinformation just as voters are casting ballots, according to experts. This is USA Radio News. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is ShopSuperTea.com, or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Hi, my name is Richard Dolan. You're listening to The Paracast. It sounds like it's a haunted property, Craig. Tell me more. Well, it's a strange property. It has paranormal. It has ETs. It has all kinds of things. So I'll just give you a little thumbnail review. Ever since I've gone to Sedona, there's a local author there named Tom Dongo. I don't know if you guys have ever had him on your show. But he's a UFO researcher there, and he knows everything that goes on in Sedona. So... I read his books, and I read one of his books that describes some of the things that went on at the ranch, and he researched it with uh, Bob Bradshaw's wife, Linda. When uh, she moved in, she was Bob's second wife, and she moved in with her son, who was then in his 20s. And when they began experiencing phenomena, uh, she reached out to Tom Dongo, And he came over and he did research on that property every week for almost four years, he said. He knew about certain things like, for instance, around the horse corral, she would always find Bigfoot footprints, right? And the horse corrals are probably, I would say, about a seven-minute walk in there from the actual ranch house that they built. 
So she tried the, she decided I'm going to try something. So she would put out a plate of vegetables and fruits and, and sit it out by the corrals. And uh, she went out there the next morning, all the food was gone and she was left with Bigfoot gifting sticks and stones. And so she really felt that this Sasquatch was, uh, was benevolent. And she ended up over the years naming her big girl. Um, at a certain point, she said that she had laid down in the dirt on her side to show Linda that she was pregnant. And that not long after that, that they found big footprints and little footprints as well. But the other thing about this area in particular, and I was talking to a, a, a psychic who is a MUFON state director, and when I was telling her the stories of this, she said, I'm seeing a clockwise and a counterclockwise vortex of these portals. So this is why they're getting... Uh, negative and positive things that are happening on the ranch. So she realized at a certain point her and her son would do investigations with their cameras or the old, remember the old handheld VHS cameras that, you know, you had the big VHS tape in. And they started seeing into other dimensions, things that weren't there. One of them, they saw a big girl, and she was an albino Sasquatch, and there was a saucer above her head. Uh, another time, they saw a dinosaur. Another time, they saw a dinosaur moving, by the way. Another time, they saw telephone poles, and there's no telephone poles out there. So, And, and there's more things about it, but uh, I'll just I'll leave it there for, for that. But Bob was not into this stuff at all. He came outside once, and he saw a craft literally land on his property. And it freaked him out. He just went back in the house and he just stayed there. And he, you know, he told his wife, I want nothing to do with this stuff. So there was another night. Now, on this land is a homestead house, which was a two little two-bedroom house, which is said to be the oldest standing home in Sedona, although it's a little outside of Sedona, which was a hop, skip, and a jump from the ranch house. And in between the ranch house, there's a tree, which Linda called a portal. And she said that's where these entities, good and bad, came through. And they called it an alligator tree because of its bark looked like an alligator hide. So one night, the son with his girlfriend and the girlfriend's small daughter are sleeping in the homestead house. And they see uh, the sun sees bright lights. He looks outside. And you have to remember, they're in the middle of nowhere. It is pitch black out there. And uh, when he looks through the windows, he sees a bunch of grays running around the front of the ranch property. And he is totally freaked out. He uh, wakes his girlfriend up the small daughter they're watching to see uh what these grays are doing praying they don't come up to their window and 
After some time, when the coast was clear, they ran to the big ranch house, got inside, locked the door, uh, went and woke up his mother, were telling her the story, and then they were sitting in the living room, and an actual gray walked right by the uh, living room window. And um, Linda got up and opened the door, and uh, she said that it vanished. So... Just little interesting things like that. You know, their dogs were barking one night in the middle of the night, and they went out to see what what the commotion was about. And they were surrounding something, looking up at it, and barking uh, ferociously. And they heard this really, really heinous hissing. And it frightened them, so they got the dogs in the house. And the next morning, they went out, and they said what they found were reptilian footprints. So there seems to be so much uh, things that are going on. Now, I have gone out to the ranch twice. And the first time I went with my friend who worked there, who told me a lot of the stories as well. And I went out there with her when, uh, of course, it's dilapidated now and that kind of thing. And, you know, we were just looking. You can walk around the property. It's fenced off with uh, wires, right? And that's it. So you have a good peripheral. You have a good view to see what it, the whole landscape is. But I will tell you, we were in my car when we went, and we could only go to a certain point. And then we had to get out of the car and walk the rest of the way because you need a four-wheel drive to get all the way back there. And I will say that 40-minute walk, walking through these washes that had you know trees and bushes along the side, I'm a complete sensitive myself, and uh, everything in my body was telling me to turn around and go the other way in the middle of the day. But I could say the only sensation I felt was I felt things were watching me. That's what it felt like, you know, when you you just get the chills on your back. Um, the second time I went out there, I... Uh, you know, I didn't have that much that feeling because we were in a four wheel and we got there and, uh, you know, just sort of walked around the property and kind of looked at it. And we're just trying to pick up stuff. We got lots of orbs and that kind of thing. Um, I have another friend in Sedona who lives there and recently put up trail cameras all over that giant property, left them there for three months just to see if he could get anything. And he said he went through, like, there were so many pictures, thousands of them, he said, but he didn't catch anything on camera, but he said, you know what else I didn't catch? Not one animal. Whoa. So it seems that the animals are even afraid to be on that property. He said, the only thing I caught was kind of a, a sort of pixelated tall energy that was moving around behind the, um, uh, behind the ranch house because there's trees further back. We got more with Craig, Gene, and Tim. You're in the Paracast.
Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Stock market have you nervous with massive fluctuations? With the impact of inflation and the upcoming midterm elections, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. But with Vantage Point, you won't have to guess. Text MONEY to 813-813 to find out how you can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. That's right, 87.4%. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 and find the consistency and confidence you've been looking for in your trading. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. No more guessing when to get in or out of a trade. Text MONEY to 813-813. We'll send you a link to our free live training. Protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting the word DEMO, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash terms and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology or pre-recorded voice about offers or info by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Your consent is not a condition of purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text MONEY to 813-813. Hey, y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter, and one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means always (laughs) BYOB. No, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Did you know that you could easily be saving up to 90% on your taxes by simply making a phone call? That's right. The Fortune 500, the globalists, all the big billionaires and millionaires, they know about the loopholes written into the law where most of them pay almost zero tax. In fact, many of them pay no tax. You even see it on the news. How are they able to do that? But the common person can't. 
So whether you're a school teacher, a lawyer, a scientist, a millionaire, a billionaire, or whether you're just a regular blue-collar worker, everybody should learn about the legal, lawful loopholes. And we've got an organization and a group that I am so proud to be working with, American Tax Solutions. GCN has a special deal with them to get you the best rates. Here's the most important part. They save you money and then get part of the savings. This is an absolute win-win solution. You've got to give them a call at 855-907-4841 or GCNTaxCut.com. That's GCNTaxCut.com. The only way you miss out is not making the phone call. Make it now. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. I remember when I lived in Tuscumbia, Alabama, part of the Quad Cities of Northwest Alabama that includes Muscle Shoals, where they had the famous recording studios, and we worked at a country western radio station. This is in Tuscumbia, Alabama, late 60s. And my wife and I were driving through the woods to the station one evening, and it was weird. And we felt weird. And finally, I said, I can't do this anymore. It was a two-lane road. We waited to be sure there was no traffic. I made a U-turn and hightailed it out of there. And the only time I ever went back was to go to work. That was during the early morning, but not at night. So there you go. Wow. Uh, I've been to Sedona many times. Once when I was traveling, I was staying up in town and I was going to Bell Rock to go do a, a walk and a meditation. I actually caught an orb flying uh, from Bell Rock towards me along the side of the road. And uh, anyway, not uh, like a metallic orb, right? Like a probe, some kind of proby looking thing. I grabbed my cell phone and took a picture of it. And uh, I put that in the book. And also, in 98, when I was on Bell Rock, um, I kept capturing these gigantic orbs of milk-white light. I put one of those in the book. There was another one that the publisher didn't put in, which was of the orb, like, right next to my body, and it was literally molded to the whole side of my body, and there was, like, a, a sort of... A string, an arm that was coming out of it, and it was actually stuck into my arm, right? And um, although I didn't feel anything when I was there, um, another time I had the most strangest experience. I had taken three friends to Sedona, and I said, "Look, we'll we'll go out late at night. We'll go back to Secret Canyon. Uh, there's supposedly a." base back there and people usually see craft there but as we were driving into boynton canyon you know those u.s military cars that are tan and four doors uh, like a government car there were two officers in the front and when i looked at the two people in the back seat my heart sank and i went oh my god those are clones Like, I didn't feel a soul energy coming from them at all. And it was just the strangest feeling. And another time taking a different friend to go back to where Secret Canyon is, 
when we were uh, approaching it and remember it is black as night and there are trees and bushes along the side of the road it is it's kind of terrifying and because we were out there at 3 a.m and when we got to a certain point there was a blue beam that went across the road i slammed on my brakes and I heard telepathically in my head, if you go any further, both your lives will be changed forever. And my friend heard it telepathically as well. And I said, well, that's good enough for me. Let's go back to the hotel. <laughs> so, so evidently there is something back there. And, you know, I, I kind of equate it to Area 51. And, you know, you know they have those... They have microphones that they can listen in for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of yards and camera surveillance and all that. So maybe they at that time were starting to do that for Secret Canyon. But yes, uh, Sedona is just filled with so many anomalies and things of that nature. Uh, I mean, it's it's amazing. But the Bradshaw Ranch is very reminiscent of uh, uh, Skinwalker Ranch, but Brad, the Bradshaw Ranch was known long, long before uh, Skinwalker was a gleam in anybody's eye. It was, and uh, Bradshaw Ranch began because, you know, Bob Bradshaw was a cowboy, and he bought the ranch, about uh, over 140,000 acres, and uh, what he did when his boys were young with his first wife, you know, they would give people tours and talk of, you know, uh, around the property. And and then he decided to up his game and he started doing Western shows and stagecoach shows. And he brought in stuntmen as well. And... Uh, and so they'd be putting on these shows, and then they built a saloon on the front of the ranch, uh, which had a bar, it had a stage where they would have music, you know, and then people could sit at these sort of picnic tables and eat their chow and all of that. So it kind of was uh, a great little place for locals that knew of it to go and experience this but over the years this phenomena began starting now i know i don't know the year that bob saw the craft if it was pre-linda or after linda but when linda was there they started experiencing this phenomena now the phenomena at the Bradshaw Ranch far surpasses the phenomena that's going on at Skinwalker, unless Skinwalker is not telling us everything in their TV series of really what's going on there. But it's still, Skinwalker is extremely fascinating with all the stories and the things that they have actually captured on camera, including craft way up in the sky and that kind of thing. So... Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's fun. These are mysteries. They're all mysteries, and uh, everyone loves a good mystery. And we love to just hear about different people's experiences and stories with them. Well, and the uh, Bradshaw Ranch also had a Hollywood connection as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Uh, 
one of Elvis Presley's movies there. Uh, Bob was a, also a stuntman, so he worked in a lot of the movies that shot in and, and around Sedona. And one of the reasons he bought the ranch as well was to allow people to film on his property. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I think he was in uh, uh, Joan Crawford, and I forget who the, the male star was, movie. Uh, that was being shot uh, there in Sedona. So it's great to watch those old Westerns because you're like, oh, they're in Sedona. Look, there's Bell Rock. <laughs> Look, there's Cathedral Rock. <laughs> so now we discussed this um, before we actually uh, started recording, but uh, uh, tell us, how did uh, how did this book, The UFO Hotspot uh, uh, Compendium, uh, come about? Well, I got a call from um, the uh, publisher, Redwell Weiser, and they have the imprint MUFON, and they wanted me to do some kind of follow-up book, and they came up with an idea of a UFO bucket list. And I said, yeah, that sounds really great. And I said, well, how do you guys want to go about it? And they said, well, we're going to have the head of MUFON send out um, a letter to all the MUFON state directors to nominate their favorite UFO hotspots, right? Now, a hotspot can be someplace that is most visited or it's a place that is sort of cemented in UFO history, right? Like Betty and Barney Hill or things of that nature. So, Anyway, um, we got all of those in, and we compiled uh, all of them and added 35 of those places in the book. And, uh, and of course, uh, the Bradshaw Ranch was not well-known, but I definitely wanted to put that in there. So that was my contribution, uh, knowing some of the firsthand people that were there, uh, you know, my friend, and then also the researcher who was on that property for over four years. I mean, just some of the things uh, this guy gets in Sedona, just curl your hair. Now, I'm going to ask you one more thing, then we have to break. I assume the Giant Rock and Tecratron stuff was your idea? Well, that was also mentioned and brought into it. Um, by also some MUFON state directors just because of, uh, there are so many UAP sightings that have been there over the years. I mean, um, when they were doing one of the UFO space conventions, uh, Sheriff Ackerman, who was a non-believer, uh, was there working the convention, uh, to keep law and order. We'll hear the rest of that story. The rest of the story with Craig and Tim and Gene, you're in. Of the Pentecost. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. 
But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's just a few. Amazon customer, five stars. Honestly, this stuff works. Nick, easy to take capsules. For those who can't handle the liquid drops, easy to take Extendivite capsules do the same job. Karoka Fam, works great. Like Extendivite very much. Seems to work as advertised. Thanks. Arlene, five stars. Love this product, Extendivite. Terry W., five stars. Can't say enough. Great product. Freya, five stars. I just ordered another. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, experience is a giant rock. You're talking about a sheriff here? Yeah, so Sheriff Ackerman had a camera, a Polaroid camera, and he took a shot of giant rock with a lot of the people around it. And what came out was it looked like there was this gigantic sort of craft beyond giant rock that is sort of yellow in shape and it sort of tapered down that maybe it could have been in some kind of state in between dimensions is how uh, some of the notes in the Integratron explained it. I was able to obtain that picture and put it in the book. So again, it's, uh, you know, one of those things, you know, you can look at it and, you know, come up with your own thoughts on it. But Sheriff Ackerman actually took two pictures of it. And he said that in uh, one snap of a picture, he went from a non-believer to a believer. Have you had these photos analyzed by anyone? No, no, because I don't have I don't have the original photos. Uh, these are the you know, these are in the electronic files. I mean, the one I see in your book, and of course, we're looking at a black and white photo here. It looks almost like yeah. a cloud formation, but who knows? Hey, let's move on here. because There's a lot of stuff to talk about. And Craig will be with us for after the Paracast also. Again, like I said, we're not putting any personal beliefs on this, except to ask you one question before we leave Sedona and those areas. You mentioned in one of your experiences telepathic communication. 
In what form did it present itself? And what are you referring to? I think you were in the Bradshaw Ranch, and you mentioned something about telepathic communication. I think it was the one where you saw the uh, uh, the, the blue bean go past your car, and then you were uh, you both had a yes, yes, that said, that's you it. Know, that was it. Yes, go, that was go back, tele- or your life will be changed. Right. Yeah, that was the telepathic communication that I received. Yeah, but that was not on the Bradshaw Ranch. That was back in Boynton Canyon. Yeah, I know I've had similar circumstances where the way that I have described it as it's almost like a thought in my head that's not my own. And, mm-hmm. I, can t- and I can tell the difference. I have an article that you can find online, and that's what it's, what it's called, a thought not my own. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I, I imagine when you speak of, you know, like a telepathic communication... That's probably how it felt to you, you know, all, you know, almost like an intrusive thought. <laughs> yeah, it was just a voice that said that. It wasn't my own. So it was a male voice, and that's what it said. So with all the stories that you have in this book, and, you know, and, and there's there's you know, quite a number of them. Uh, do you have a favorite? Well, maybe I should say first, how many of these locations, uh, and, and you know, I know you worked during the days like a lot of us, but how many of these locations did you actually uh, manage to uh, visit at least uh, sometime in your life, you know, before the book was, uh, was, was being written and uh, uh, during the process? Well, I've been to several of them. I definitely have not been to all of them. I mean, some of them are such remote locations, uh, like the Allagash. I mean, you literally have to get in a little two-seater plane with all your gear, fly in, they drop you off, and then you have to get in a canoe and you have to row out to the island that you're supposed to be on and that kind of thing. That I don't think I'm ever going to do, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a little, that's a little too hefty for me. There are a few places that you cannot visit, of course, like area 51, but you can get tours that go to area 51 that sort of take you on a day trip and take you to the little alien and they tell you stories and then they take you as far as you could go to area 51 and uh you know you could take pictures of the sign like everybody has and that kind of thing it's it's pretty much a day trip they feed you lunch and all that good stuff so that's a fun thing to do if you're in Las Vegas and want to take a little sort of detour to go out to Area 51. Now, I've never been to Area 51. I've always wanted to go to the Little Alien, and I've always wanted to drive out there. And uh, so the next time I go, I'm definitely going to go uh, do that tour. But I spoke to the I spoke to the uh, tour company, and uh, you know heard uh, exactly what they do and all of that. And I just thought, you know, that's a fun thing to do for people that sort of want to, you know, learn about that stuff. And, uh, you know, you can hear the stories from the people who work at the little alien about experiences that they've had there with, uh, I think some grays and things like that. They have a great gift shop, by the way, like really, really cool, 
things about UFOs and aliens and all kinds of stuff. But I would say uh, uh, I've definitely been to Giant Rock, the Integratron, Bradshaw Ranch, the other place where you are going to definitely uh, almost guaranteed see something up in the sky is Eseti Ranch in Washington State, which is uh, Trout Lake. And, um, you know, it's quite a large property. Um, if you want to go there, then uh, you just go on their website, all the information's in the book, and you make a reservation if you want to go sky watching, if that's all you want to do. And, uh, and then you get a code to the gate and you come in at the hour allotted and, um, you make sure you bring your own chair and, you know, uh, blankets and whatever else. And, uh, the ranch has one pair of night vision binoculars. Uh, usually a ranch hand will come out and we'll look through the sky and we'll point something out and find it. Sometimes you can see them with the naked eye, sometimes not. And, um, also, uh, when they find it, they will hit it with a laser pointer and now they'll, they'll, uh, talk out loud to it and ask it to move to the left and to the right. And they do this on a nightly basis. Um, and they say that there are benevolent extraterrestrial races that live beneath Mount Adams, which is several miles on the other side of the sky watching area. You actually can see beautiful Mount Adams sitting there majestically. And they say that they see craft going in and out of the mountain all the time. Uh, the mountain also has strange anomalous lights that blink on some smaller, some bigger all over the mountain in different places. Um, of course, when I was there and I was experiencing the lights, I said, well, isn't that just like hikers with flashlights? Or something, and they say no because um, there, some of these regions up there you you can't get to; it's too steep and that kind of thing. But we also know that we have this same phenomena on the Skinwalker Ranch on their giant plateau, where they have the strange lights going off at night, and we also have the Marfa lights, which is the same kind of strange phenomenon as well. So. Uh, I mean, even the state of Texas, uh, built a, um, a rest stop right across from where the Marfa lights are. So you can go and sit there and watch the Marfa lights at night if you want. Hey, I want to ask you on our next segment about Sicaro, New Mexico. We know about the sighting there, you know, very yeah. significant event in 1964, considered one of the best documented cases over the years but what kind of place is it to actually visit is it a tourist trap do they have stores with spaceships i'd like to know more about this okay so okay. we'll be talking to craig about his book the ufo hotspot compendium with gene and tim you're in the paracast Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. 
They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Do you have brain fog or loss of short-term memory? Do you suffer from symptoms of hypothyroidism or adrenal fatigue? Do you have deformative joint disease or candida overgrowth? All of these symptoms are associated with mercury toxicity. Most of the mercury toxicity comes from having had gray or silver-looking dental fillings. It does not matter how old the mercury filling is, it still off-gasses 1,000 times more mercury than the EPA considers safe for human exposure. Just replacing your mercury fillings with non-toxic material is only the first step. Unless you apply an effective detoxification protocol, then your body is still poisoned with mercury for the rest of your life. Green Metal Way supplies the precursor to making glutathione. Glutathione is the number one mechanism for removing mercury and other toxins from the body. Order Green Metal Way and get my free report, Mercury Detoxification That Works. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit bestwayprotein.net. That's bestwayprotein.net. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. 
We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. We're joining Craig Campobasso to visit Sicaro, New Mexico. Is that a tourist trap? I mean, what do you get when you go there? Well, it's not really a tourist trap. You can actually go visit the site in the uh, book. I give you the uh, coordinates to where you can actually go to the exact site where it is. Of course, it's just desert. There are still some rocks that were surrounding where the original landing legs were with the craft that landed. And uh, there's an artist named Erica Burley who did a, uh, a memoriam sort of beautiful big painting along the side of the road that you can go and visit and look at that. And uh, there's not really, like Roswell is a total ufo crazy every like the entire street main street is nothing but ufo stores right you're not going to find that in socorro but what you'll find is a lot of people love these bucket lists where they can go to the actual spot so in the book we give you uh, where travis walton was abducted as well uh where adamski met orthon things like that. So if people are interested in that, they actually have the coordinates and they can go to those exact spots and learn about it as well. And I always say you can always contact the Chamber of Commerce and, uh, you know, see if there's anything that, uh, that they want to add about it. But I would say Socorro was a very, uh, it was, it was one of the most interesting cases because Blue Book, the military, J. Allen Hynek, everyone believed Lonnie Zamora. Everyone believed him, right? Uh, also fellow patrolman Sam Chavez, uh, uh, came out to meet Lonnie right after it happened. And he also saw it. He never revealed in the beginning that he actually saw the craft in the air going away, but he did. And he admitted that later on because he didn't know what it was, right? Uh, was it some kind of, for a long time, they were thinking it was some kind of uh, something from uh, the government or some kind of secret thing but what lonnie saw were two children-sized beings in sort of coverall looking things in this uh that were outside of this craft and uh, he was very close to it and it affected him for the rest of his life i spoke with erica burley um at length and she had interviewed uh, Lonnie's wife before she started creating the uh, tribute mural. And uh, she said that Lonnie was never the same after that experience, that he was traumatized uh, daily 
in just thinking and reliving it in his mind. But I think the other thing that actually also got to him was the media flurry that just kept coming at him and coming at him and coming at him. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's a, it's a great case. You know, you've seen that before though, uh, with, with people who like Lonnie, who had a, you know, pretty much a kind of a narrow viewpoint of the world. Uh, and, then they have an unusual experience like that, and it really does. I mean, it, it changes their life because they thought they had it all figured out. And then here's something that really is outside of everything that they knew. And it's just like, how do you, how do you reconcile that with what you, thought you, yeah, with, with what you thought you knew before? So, yeah, I mean, I, I could see how, you know, somebody like Lonnie, how it would you know, traumatize them on a daily basis. It's true. And, you know, what's interesting is um, Rob Mercer obtained uh, Blue Book files, and in there was the Socorro. So uh, he gave those to me. And uh, in the in the Project Blue Book uh, record, they they did it on these cards, right? And they would write things in. It said that Zamora sighting lasted less than ten minutes, and it said initially believed to be an observation of a lunar module configuration. Effort to date cannot place the vehicle at the site case carried as unidentified pending additional data right um but you know what's interesting is in these records i also found that um the air force unclassified blue book files governing disclosure of records that was dated june 27th 1967 i'm not going to read it all to you guys but it basically says that they have the determination of whether a significant purpose is served by withholding information under the provisions of paragraph four within the sole discretion of the air force so the air force can say whatever they want if they feel it necessary to withhold information from the public so it, it was just you know one of those cases and, and i have to say I, I am so sad about this is Dr. Frank Strangers actually made a, a UFO movie called Phenomena 7.7, and he the, it was all about Lonnie Zamora and interviews uh, with Lonnie Zamora. And um, anyway, when James Fox was uh, not the film that just came out, the one before Phenomenon, uh, uh, contacted me and said, I'd really love to get my hands on that. And I said, well, let me see if I can find it. So I called Mrs. Stranges and she goes, oh, Craig, we have so many storage facilities. And I said, well, how about if I come over and go through them with you? And we could never find it. So what we believe is that somebody in the office after he died stole it, like the only print that was 
available because I remember seeing it in his second office, which was used for storage. What, that is what, so highly unfortunate, but maybe somebody out there on the dark web is playing around with a copy of this. Maybe it's gone to seven different uh, owners since then. I'm would, being conspiratorial, be but yeah, I can think of a number of reasons why something like this would happen. As you say, it's unfortunate that it does. We're exploring yeah. UFO hotspots here, and I want to travel next to Roswell, New Mexico. I'm ambivalent about Aurora, Texas, and I'll tell you why in the next segment. But Roswell, let's go for Craig, Gene, and Tim. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. If you're like most Americans, you're pretty much in disbelief watching the world lose its mind. As we all know, global problems have local consequences, too many of them. And if the next news headline spins us into chaos, are you ready? Grocery store supply chains are only as strong as their weakest link. Don't wait for them to break. Today's the day to secure emergency food for everyone in your family. My Patriot Supply is America's largest preparedness company. Our specially packaged and delicious food stays fresh for up to 25 years in storage. It'll be there when you need it. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and pick up several emergency food kits. There are a dozen different sizes that average over 2,000 calories per day. Our food kits are in stock and ship quickly and discreetly to your door. Having food storage in your home beats standing in government food lines. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com USA Radio News. I'm Tony Barusa reporting. Russia continues to push the nuclear weapons question, saying that the accelerated deployment of modernized U.S. B-61 tactical nuclear weapons on Europe's NATO bases lowers the nuclear threshold. Moscow drafted hundreds of thousands over a month and sent more than a quarter of them to the battlefield after a divisive mobilization campaign that was its first since World War II. Exxon, Mobil, Chevron, and others posted huge profits on rising energy costs, those very same costs that have left many of us with lighter and less valuable bank balances. What they're going to do with the money? Well, make their investors happy. Chevron says they'll plow it into dividends, paying debt and fossil fuel as well as clean energy projects. And Exxon says it will maintain its share buybacks and increase dividends. This is USA Radio News. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need 25000 50000 or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New 
American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-721-2477. 800-721-2477. 800-721-2477. That's 800-721-2477. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492-800-509-4492-800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Okay, so speaking here about Aurora, Texas, Kevin D. Randall on our last episode talked about his skepticism of that case. And I don't want to get into the back and forth. Let's just set it aside because I'm sure right. it'd be fun if you want to go to Texas. Because let's go to Roswell because right now it's, what, 75 years since Roswell occurred and there's still a pretty active tourist business there, Craig? Well, there's a huge tourist business there. Um, I've only been there once uh when uh, a bunch of us were speaking at the museum there. And uh, all I remember is there was a million flies everywhere. That's all I remember from that trip. <laughs> like, man, do they have a lot of flies here. E.T. was telling you to buzz off. So they were telling me to buzz off or stay indoors. Maybe that was it. It was a nice time because, you know, uh, my friend Yvonne Smith was there. Stanton Friedman was there. Jesse Marcel Jr. was there, so it was it was a really uh, a really nice time. I mean, everyone knows the long, drawn out, boring story of Roswell. I don't think we need to rehash it. It's not boring. It's just that we've heard it five hundred million times in every way, shape, and form. So, but. If you go to Roswell, yes, there's lots of things to see. A friend of mine who uh, who does the UFO bucket list did get on the property where they do have the actual, there's an uh, actual sort of headstone that talks about this being the area where the debris and, and the uh, saucer crashed, et cetera, et cetera. So... Uh, he took pictures of that. 
that kind of thing. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't know who owns that ranch anymore. I, I know at a certain point they were allowing people to come on and take a look, but things got awry, and I think there were maybe partying or a lot of trash and things that was left behind, so they stopped doing it. But I don't know if who whoever owns it now, if they do private tours. I would assume the people to ask about that are Donald Schmidt or uh, the Roswell Museum. Because Donald knows everything about Roswell. Now, I want to mention here a little bit about Chapter 5. I met Frank Strange's Back in the 60s, he came to New York, lectured before Jim Osley's Saucer News Group. He seemed mm-hmm. like a nice guy. He had broken his leg and he came on crutches. That's what I remember. Nice guy. Nothing bad to say about him. But it's not the kind of thing that we're apt to accept in terms of what he claimed. Let's say it's an interesting story. Ditto for Orthon, which is the alleged entity that Georgia Damsky contacted. Now, the reason I mentioned that is because Georgia Damsky released several photos of UFOs that were easily duplicated by conventional means. One a New England publication called Yankee Magazine was able to do with a Chrysler hubcap, different color, but, you know, different brand hubcap. And then somebody else did with a surgical lamp and GE light bulbs. As far as George Adamsey was concerned, he allegedly had several witnesses to his claims. But those witnesses were recanting what they actually saw, which was apparently little or nothing, when they talked to people who were working with Jim Mosley when he did the special Adamsky expose issue in 1957. And then, of course, Adamsky describes taking a trip around the moon, which decidedly did not at all resemble our genuine experiences going to the moon. However, in fairness to Adamski, of course, he died in 1965. We can't talk to him about it. In fairness to Adamski, he wrote a book in the 1940s that described advanced beings coming to him. And it's clear that he was trying to spread a message of goodwill. But as he was quoted as saying, sometimes you have to go through the back door to spread the truth. I'm paraphrasing here. And what this means to me is he had a message he wanted to spread. He put it in the mouths of this handsome being from Venus called Orthon. He created photos that were fake to go along with it, but nothing bad to say about him. He seemed like a pretty nice guy and he wanted to spread a message. And that's something we can talk about on other show, the alleged messages that ET presents to us And the thing that always bothers me about those messages is that E.T. doesn't seem to be able to enforce what they want. They give you the message. Hey, this is cool. Here's the message. And then what can I say? All right. Uh, Just so you know, I am an expert on the Dr. Frank Stranges and Valiant Thor story. So this is not the time to talk about it. People can either believe it or not, but I have many eyewitnesses who actually have met Valiant Thor as well. And those famous pictures that were taken of him in Howard Menger's backyard. 
where Jim Mosley was present. Did you know that? He might have mentioned something like that. Jim was not obviously convinced this guy was from another planet. Well, Jim also was a total skeptic his whole life. I spoke to him several times. Dr. Frank connected me to him and a lot of those early people uh, to talk to when I was writing the original script. And so, but actually, he doesn't even remember being there, although there's photos of him in those photos that August Roberts took. So it, 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 these are stories for another day. Let's just stick with the book because they're, they're too long and, and involved. When it comes to Jim Mosley, I can tell you stories <laughs> endlessly. My first real job was working as the managing editor of Jim's Saucer News magazine in New York. That's before I started my radio career. So I hung with Jim a lot of times. We, as I said, met up with Howard Menger when he was recanting his contact claims. Met a lot of people through the years. So there you go. And Jim was the first guest on the PowerCast when we premiered on February 28th, 2006. He and Brad Steiger were our first guests. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That is just amazing. So we knew these people. And Jim was the kind of guy until the year of his death. If I needed a guest, I said, Jim, you're on. And he was. Yeah. I mean, he he could be sarcastic as anything. But I know. He was a cantankerous man. (laughs) But. The first time time I met him in person, I told Dr. Frank, I said, that man is me. And Dr. Frank called him up and read his beads, and he called me and apologized. (laughs) Well, you know one thing about Jim also is that beneath everything, the sarcasm, the hoaxes, and his personality, he had a genuine belief that something strange was going on, was looking to a multiverse, multidimensional kind of solution, or he called it like 4.5D, was what he called it. And so he did have that, even though when he started out, he presented a belief that all UFOs that were unidentified were really secret test aircraft from U.S. and other governments. And when we look at that, we can say, hey, you know what? Some of those were definitely, even though there were sightings that we could not explain. Some were test aircraft. Some of the contactees may also have been involved with government trickery, and I mentioned Orfeo Angelucci, and taking some kind of pill or tab in a diner with a military person, and then to quote that famous song, he went into a dream. Craig, Gene, and Tim, you're in... The Paracast. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. 
With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Do you have brain fog or loss of short-term memory? Do you suffer from symptoms of hypothyroidism or adrenal fatigue? Do you have deformative joint disease or candida overgrowth? All of these symptoms are associated with mercury toxicity. Most of the mercury toxicity comes from having had gray or silver-looking dental fillings. It does not matter how old the mercury filling is, it still off-gasses 1,000 times more mercury than the EPA considers safe for human exposure. Just replacing your mercury fillings with non-toxic material is only the first step. Unless you apply an effective detoxification protocol, then your body is still poisoned with mercury for the rest of your life. Green Metal Way supplies the precursor to making glutathione. Glutathione is the number one mechanism for removing mercury and other toxins from the body. Order Green Metal Way and get my free report, Mercury Detoxification That Works. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit bestwayprotein.net. That's bestwayprotein.net. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535-802-341-4535-802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. 
Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? I'm not going to mention what song that is. You all know that song. Okay. <laughs> no, it was someday in someone's life. No. Anyway, Hudson River Valley, Pine Bush, interesting events over there. Tell us more. Well, uh, exactly what you were saying is what a lot of the people there in uh, the Hudson Valley and Pine Bush believed because they heard lots of rumblings beneath the earth as if a some kind of base was being built. And in the Hudson Valley, there were so many sightings of different shapes of ships, and sometimes they were so low that everyone would just stop their cars on the freeway and on the side roads and look up and see these, these gigantic uh, craft just sitting there in the sky with such unbelief. And you know what you have to remember? And it, and it hit me probably a couple of weeks ago. This is where Whitley Strieber was abducted in the Hudson Valley. That's where he lived in his cabin. So anyway, it, it just there was just so many different things that were going on around that time with all those sightings. But then when we get to Pine Bush in the late 80s and 90s, there was a whole nother hotspot for uh, UAPs. These craft, they seemed to have the ability to modify matter, and they were seen repeatedly entering and exiting the ground. And local residents, like I said, they just heard strange noises coming up from beneath their feet, the hum of machinery. They speculated that aliens were building some kind of secret base or an advanced military facility. In 2012, giant rectangular craft were spotted. They had these red lights on the bottom. And then uh, one eyewitness that I spoke with lived in upstate New York. And, uh, you know, th those little... Uh, farming, big farm communities. Not that they were a farm, but they, they had big sprawling properties uh, with horses and things. You know, they all go to bed early. There no restaurants or things stay up late. But he would say that he began seeing these giant manta ray craft uh, flying low in the sky. And he said then after a certain time, he saw airplane would come out. And he would be standing out there looking, but then nothing would follow it, right? The manta rays wouldn't come out. But then, so he got one of those uh, heat blankets, and when the airplane would come out, he would cover himself, and then he found that the manta ray craft would come out for a flight. He also would visit an ashram, and he said he would leave at midnight because that's when they closed, and then as he was coming out of the gate, he saw one of these manta ray ships literally hovering right over a school low. And that on the top of it, 
It had a strange turret. He said it looked like it was some kind of alligator skin, and it sort of turned as if it was looking at the uh, peripheral visions all the way around. He said another night, when he came out of the ashram, there was another manta ray ship there that did not have a turret, and he followed it for quite some time when it started moving, but then it went over a golf course, and he said, uh, I couldn't drive my car on the golf course because that's a hefty fine if you do and you get caught. He was speeding that night trying to stay up with it. He was pulled over by a cop. Uh, the cop wanted to know what he was drinking, and he said, I haven't been drinking anything. And he said, oh, what the hell? I'll just tell him. And the cop's like face went ghost white, and he goes, oh, they're out again. So they, it seemed like the uh, police force was aware of them as well. So it's interesting, and I'm just trying to remember, there was a, just trying to think of his, uh, I can't think of his name, but there was one guy who was with MUFON there who told me that they had a place there called Tuxedo Park, which is where scientists who worked in this supposed underground facility lived. And it was a gated community. And if you went in, you, your name had to be at the gate. But also, only invited guests could come, of course. But you would have to leave your car there, and then they would put you in their car and take you directly to the door and make sure that you went into the right person's house. And when you were done, they would collect you and also bring you out. Now, my friend that was there said that he was also a part of a very secret alien abduction group that was there in the Hudson Valley Pine Bush area. So, it's just fascinating to know. I mean, there, there's not a lot of activity that's going on there now because if this was, if we hypothetically say it is a joint base or even if it's a military base, then these craft that were taken out and being tested, all the pilots have probably learned how to fly them and they don't really need to take them out anymore unless it's for, you know, a short spin every once in a while or that kind of thing. But there haven't been uh, reports that I know of like, uh, like it was back in the eighties because it was huge back in the eighties. Oh, the eighties. Well, that was yeah. quite some time. I remember the eighties very well. I was yeah. kind of between the UFO field at that time. I'd been very active in the seventies, the eighties kind of laid off. And then the late 80s got back into this mess again. So it was one of these things where you get into it and however much you want to leave, you don't leave. Right. Yeah. As, as you're finding, since you're a younger person, you're finding out that it'd be more fun just making movies and hiring the best actors to be in those movies, but you can't get away from UFOs. Now, I would mention that Craig's going to be with us on After the Paracast, where I want to talk to him about Calvin Parker and Charles Hickson and other cases. And we'll get to that. But in the meantime, for listeners who want to know more of what you do, where do they go? Yes. 
Uh, if anybody wants to learn more about Stranger at the Pentagon, they can go to StrangerAtThePentagon.com. They can watch the short film I made there as well. And if they want to buy autographed copies from me uh, of the UFO Hotspot Compendium or the ET Species Almanac, they can go to Autobiography of com. And in the tab, if you click on Other Books... It's right there as well. And if you want me to assign it to a family or a friend for Christmas, just email me through the website and say, I just bought it. And could you sign it to this person? You can find us on Twitter if you look for the Paracast. We basically just put up announcements of the show. We don't get crazy over there, but it's worth checking out. We also have two areas on Facebook, a fan club and a group where we put up announcements and we have difficulty getting our URL on Facebook, as Tim Swartz has with ConspiracyJournal.com. For some reason, that's weird. Anyway, you can also check out branded merchandise if you go to the Paracast.shop, the Paracast.shop. We have four different logos to choose from. We have T-shirts and all sorts of really good stuff, and some famous people will soon be seen wearing them. How about that? Check out the Paracast.shop. If you want a premium version of this show free of the network ads, go to the Paracast.plus. We also offer after the Paracast an extension show with special interviews and surprises. Craig will be back on that with more conversation. You can check us out again at the Paracast.plus. If you use the coupon code UFO20, UFO20, you get a 20% discount on five-year or lifetime subscriptions, the Paracast.plus, the Paracast.plus. Okay, Craig Campobasso, thank you for joining us on the Paracast. Thanks, everyone. Featuring Gene Steinberg is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast.